Hey, future Kelsey here. I have something crazy coming up that I'll be sharing with you next week. It is a free 45-minute training that I'm hosting, teaching you the three secrets to landing any job you want, even in a totally new industry. That's right, next week only, specifically on Tuesday, April 27th, and Wednesday, April 28th, you could join me on Zoom for this rapid-fire deep dive into career-changing info that you can't Google. In it, I'll be addressing, one, we all know that networking helps, but how, what do I need to say, to who, why, and what if I hate networking? Is there a better way? I will address all this and more, liberating you to create all the luck and movie moments in your career that you might be hoping for. Two, I'll be sharing that we also all know that tailoring your resume to each application is a good idea, sure, but what does that mean exactly? Two, does it really make a difference? Three, that seems like a lot of work. How can I make it super easy? I'll answer all this and also show you why your resume rarely ever gets seen by a human, the recruiter, and how to fix that so you could finally start landing interviews. Lastly, I'll be sharing the two emails that will change your career, learning how to nearly guarantee you that you'll land an interview for any job you apply for and make an incredible impression on the hiring manager before you walk into that interview. Even more than these strategies, you will also, just in these 45 minutes, hear the truth behind the two biggest lies that cause you to believe you can't actually go for the jobs that you're really interested in. This part of the strategy training alone could change your career. This training contains pivotal info that has transformed the lives of my career coaching clients, as well as the people that they now serve in their new careers. One thing to note, this is a must attend event, even if you're not considering getting a new job right now. That's totally okay. These are strategies and truths that I believe every professional should know to feel confident and empowered so you could strike when the time is right in your career. To register, go to kelseykemp.com slash training. Remember, it's next week only. So start typing into your phone or browser, <laughs> um, kelseykemp.com slash training and hit the button at the top of that page to pick one of two meeting times and lock in your spot. You could keep this podcast playing while you take a few seconds to lock in your chance to hear these key three secrets to landing any job you want, even if it's in a totally new industry, this is going to be the highlight of your week next week if you want to feel like you could truly make the career of your dreams a reality. Because from my point of view, hope based in facts and strategies is a beautiful thing, don't you think? <laughs> All right, I will see you next week. Again, that's kelseykemp.com slash training to register. Hey, welcome to Answer the Call. I'm Kelsey Kemp, your go-to career coach specialized in helping Christians discern their unique calling, then practically land a job that allows them to fulfill it so you could have a rewarding and impactful career throughout the decades to come. We talk about three big topics around here. One, helping you get clarity on what you truly feel called to do with your career. Two, sorry, I'm laughing because I literally got through such an ordeal to try to hide myself from my cat. You know him. You love him, Constantine. And 
Still, he has opened three doors and is now banging at my closet door to try to get in. And I feel like this is some kind of horror movie where I actually can't escape. Um, goodness. So that's real life. Hope you don't mind, as always. Uh, I'm just constantly meowing in the background. All right, no. So the meowing has now turned into purring because I let him in the closet. Okay, anyway, on with this podcast episode. So the other thing that we talk about besides getting you clear on where you feel called to do on your career is helping you actually land that job like a boss once you find it, even if it's a big industry leap from what you're currently doing, even if that seems kind of impossible. Um, Three, I also share how your faith in the truth of the Bible is made to inform and inspire your steps at every point in the journey. Uh, So today, though, what are we talking about specifically from the title? As you know, it's a little crazy. I kind of have a wild story to share. So actually, yes, uh, when I was 17, I really did get on the final casting reel for an episode on Oprah. Um, And I'm not just recording this episode for a fun story. I'm sharing it because there are some real lessons to be drawn out from this experience that I believe will really encourage you in your career. So here's the story. Um, When I was 16, I just watched YouTube videos like all the time. You know, I had a couple of vloggers that I really loved following and naturally, well, I say naturally, I'm laughing because I recently saw this study that like 75% of um, what age kids, I don't know, young kids report that they want to be YouTube stars. (laughs) That's so funny to me. Uh, But anyway, so maybe it's just really natural. I followed a couple of a couple of vloggers and I just really thought, gosh, I that would be so cool to start my own channel. I really want to do it. So after a year or so of following along, I just decided, well, why not? I'm just going to start one. So I drug Kirsten into it, my twin sister, um, if you don't know her. Um, and we created a YouTube channel giving ballet advice since that's really what my whole life was about at the time. I, I've been, tr- or I had been training really seriously in a pre-professional capacity, you know, trying to make this my career from the time I was 12. Um, and so a ballet was like my whole world. And so we shared about our journey and about advice that we had learned from a lot of the different training programs that we were doing. And that was really new for the time. Now there's uh, quite a few more ballet channels, but it was kind of a first, which was really cool. So anyway, that's what we started to do. We would upload on a weekly basis. It was called Twin Tux Ballet. Um, now, actually, spoiler, Kirsten still continues this channel over 10 years later. Um, what is it? Oh my gosh, almost 11 or 12 years now. Um, so she still continues it. It's called Twin Talks Ballet. She dropped the S because it's singular. No longer both of us on there since my ballet career ended when I was 18 after some really uh, devastating in- injuries. Um, and I made a big pivot. You've probably heard me, if you're a follower of this podcast for any length of time, maybe you've heard me share my story about that. Um, 
But anyway, so she still runs it and it's like the backbone of her business and her career now. It's actually the reason that she's achieved um, really great success and worked with clients all over the world. And she's a distinguished ballet teacher. I'm just so proud of her and speaker also that gets invited to present at top schools. Um, And she even got invited to teach in Alaska, go travel for that uh, in 2019, uh, the summer of that year. And I got to tag along pretty much for free. And it was just so special. So anyway, um, this channel is kind of still a big part of, I'm not on it, but still both of our lives in some capacity, because I love seeing all that Kirsten accomplishes through it. And heck, I'm sitting in her new house right now. And that's kind of cool. So she's done well in her career. Um, we just moved this past week. It's so cool. Uh, to my chagrin, I really thought I was going to be able to record my podcast in my new really pretty office, but alas, there's too many windows and I am back in the closet. So, um, but anyway, getting on a bit of a tangent there, this whole story just really started. My point is it started when we began this YouTube channel at 16 and kept up with it on a weekly basis. And after about a year and a half, Kirsten and I moved, um, and before our senior year of high school, we moved away from home to live in Houston at a ballet boarding school there, uh, the Houston Ballet Academy. It's one of the best in the nation. And we started training there six days a week full time in their year round program. And when we were doing that, we were still keeping up with the YouTube channel. And by the way, also when I was 16, I started a business, which again, I kind of used Kirsten just as a marketing pawn. <laughs> um, I was like, it's going to look cooler if we do it together as twins and stuff. Um, but she really was never involved in it. It was really my mom and I were running it um, more so. But we designed... Um, about well utility bags just like a soccer player will carry or a swimmer will carry like a unique duffel bag um there wasn't anything really elitely designed for ballet dancers and the unique things that they have to carry and the stuff that their bag is thrown around and fit into and all this stuff and what we prefer and um also everything was just like gross black and pink vinyl and it i didn't like it at all so i designed a custom bag and offered custom fabric combinations and design collaborations with anyone who ordered them. Um, And we ended up selling, I think, over 500, shipped them around the world. It was so cool. They got um, uh, sold in five different large dance uh, supply retailers around the United States. And anyway, that was a big accomplishment for me. But I kind of use this YouTube channel also to market it. It's so funny. It's like, this is why I say... I think that our true selves really are revealed at a younger age than maybe we give credit because look at what I do now. But anyway, so yeah, just to kind of give you an idea of what I was going for at the time and what happened as a result. So you're kind of probably thinking like, Kelsey, speed up. What about the Oprah part? So here we are. So um, we were in our senior year of high school, maybe a year and a half into creating this channel, and I was running this business, and we got an email through the email address that we associated with our YouTube channel from a casting director for Oprah, letting us know that they were putting on an episode um, about twins doing really, I think they phrased it, I don't know, something like unique things or impressive things at, together as a pair. 
Um, and they liked our story because we were pre-time or full-time pre-professional ballet students um, who also had a business and a YouTube channel alongside also keeping up our homeschooling work to complete high school. And um, so we had some correspondence with the casting director just over email. And then we had a phone screening and I was like super nervous. It was so funny. Uh, I mean, not to say it's funny that I was nervous. I would still be nervous now, <laughs> maybe even more so <laughs> if I was, um, if I got that same opportunity today. Um, and it was a good phone call. I remember the, them or the person asking us things like, uh, Actually, I can't really remember too much about what she asked. I do remember <laughs> her asking, do y'all, like, have any, like, boyfriends or whatever? And I was so awkward about it. I was like, no, none of that. And it's like, wow, I really kept up that thing for another decade. But anyway, that <laughs> I was just always so awkward. Um, but we, they ended up letting us know, um, a little bit down the line that the special on twins that they were planning got dropped from the lineup. So it ended up that nothing happened with it. But yeah, it didn't end up happening. But it was still so cool to experience that lesson of when you put yourself out there, you really never know the cool opportunities that could come your way. When you're available, when you're searchable, when you're knowable, just let yourself do it. Mind you, the 100 plus YouTube videos that, I, you know, I was grinding, okay? I Did I always want to produce a YouTube video every week? No, but oh gosh, maybe my 16-year-old self needs to teach my 27-year-old self something actually right now because she was ruthless and she got those YouTube videos out every week. <laughs> Even when I was on like summer training programs and traveling, I would still do them. And uh, Sorry, I'm hardcore calling myself out right now because I'm like, dang, I'm not even that consistent with my podcast now, but I will be. All right. Uh, I am learning through as I talk. I'm an external processor. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I just want you to keep in mind that those hundred plus YouTube videos of me that I will regret saying this, but they are still up on the internet. I've never taken them down just because I personally think that even though they are completely embarrassing to me and I would want to throw up if I saw any of them um, today <laughs> and it just makes me feel weird that like I never talk about it, but you know, every once in a while someone will tell me like that they have seen them or even Kirsten and I went to Nashville um, on a fun trip Um last November, uh, just this past November, a few months ago. And Kirsten, one of Kirsten's subscribers, cause you know, I said she still continues the channel, um, saw us on the street and like told her that the things that she's been sharing in the last couple of years have just really, um, helped her so much. And that was really, really special to us. Um, but anyway, so, um, I just, want to say that those YouTube videos are still up. They're still completely embarrassing to me. They were um, filmed like on uh, the old, you know, uh, selfie cam, whatever it is on our old Mac computers. It's so fuzzy. The quality is, you know, to today's standards, terrible. Back then, that's kind of just what everybody did. Um, and it really wasn't anything fancy. 
uh, I wasn't always polished. I for sure am a, a much different person now. Um, but I was a kid then. And I'm so proud of myself for just putting that stuff out there and also just letting it stay up, you know, to say this is a part of my life. This is a, a really cool part of my story that I don't often sit down and reflect on how it still changes my life today. Um, but um, the, I wanted to encourage you with that because I don't want you to get the impression that just because I'm giving you this encouragement of hey, just think about what could happen if you make your, if you kind of follow your deep curiosity and interest or that fun idea that isn't going away and it keeps on filling your daydreams. Just like, why are you just letting that really beautiful energy go to waste in your mind? I'm sure that other people would love to see it uh, manifest in real life and whatever you're thinking of could really help somebody or encourage them or give them a sense of laughter or peace as they're on their lunch break listening to whatever podcast you produce or buying a, a print that you drew on Etsy and they love looking at it or anything like that or um anything really, just whatever the, the fun idea is. I think it's such a good practice to just let yourself explore it and you never know what could come of it and just guaranteed it's not, I know that you probably hear a lot about like your first draft is going to be terrible, but you have to publish it anyway, or else you're never going to get to the beautiful fifth draft that you're insanely proud of. And it looks like it's the cover of your success now, but really it was getting started with the first ugly one. I want to encourage you that actually like those hundred videos that I, over a hundred that I worked to produce, um, and Kirsten has taken that much farther and done like more than an, another hundred. Um, they were not good. Like it wasn't just the first one. Uh, I'm sure that many of them were like, you know, <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. But look what happened as a result. And um, this is the same kind of principle um, that it really is behind how I recently got featured in Forbes back in February. And I got, how that happened is I got invited to present a virtual talk with the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, which is my alma mater. And it was an unpaid speaking opportunity that I chose to spend days and days and days preparing for. I created like a 70 part animated slide deck. It was insane. And from the feedback that I got from the attendees after the event, I got the sense that it's pretty rare for past speakers uh, to be so thorough and prepared and generous with the information that they share for free, which totally makes sense because economically speaking, the effort I sunk into that whole presentation kind of seemed stupid uh, money-wise because I have um, plenty, I could have spent all that energy on dream, uh, drumming up uh, more work for my career coaching business. Um, but because I decided to go all out, knowing that my rationale, well, besides just desiring to always do something that I'm really proud to put my name on, um, I just knew, hey, I'm young this is a really great opportunity. And I'm just going to assume that I need to work twice as hard to display credibility 
because I see that the average person that gets invited to do these things has maybe decades of experience. And so it's all because of all that work that maybe seemed silly um, that I even felt silly at the time uh, doing it. I was like, Kelsey, why are you staying up late? Or like spending this whole day working on this slide deck that like, I don't know how many people are going to attend. Um, I don't know exactly how many it was. I got the sense that it wasn't even that many. It was probably like 30 people. Um, but because I decided to go all out, it's because of that, that a Forbes contributor was actually happened to be in attendance and he emailed me expressing that he was impressed with my talk and asked for a contributing statement on the topic he was writing about, which was job seekers and how they could future-proof their resume in an ever-changing and volatile economy um, with a lot of uh, industry changes coming up. Um, and probably, uh, anyway, like career retraining going to be a very popular topic. Um, so anyway... The lessons I wanted to share from both of these stories that I brought up is one, luck, in my opinion, luck is just the instance where preparation meets opportunity. That is what it is, like plus God's grace in there, okay? <laughs> it is God's graciousness, but like he is working with our preparation. And so when the opportunity comes, we are in a position to say yes and then do well with it. I am of the firm belief that luck and crazy results can be created by following your deep curiosity and deep conviction to create with that, do something with it, do things that matter with that deep interest. Um, allow yourself to know and be fully known by others, be findable, be memorable. And you can only do that by like really putting yourself out there. Here's who I am. Here's what I want. Here's what I have to give. So when you let yourself be fully known, for example, as the girl who loves interior design and who posts pictures of your beautifully decorated apartment on Instagram, lo and behold, a friend will probably ask you for design advice. I probably will ask you for design advice because that's like not always my forte. Um, and also you can then post pictures about your work that you did for them. Like, look at this, uh, their living room that we rearranged. And then lo and behold, before you know it, people could be asking you how much you would charge to help them. Boom. You're an interior designer. Okay. You're getting paid for it. You're helping other people. You could really do something with that. It started with action. It started by just putting yourself out there. And then another example, or you could just be the known as the person who wants to move to London and you start mentioning it wherever you go. <laughs> and lo and behold, your Uber driver actually has a full-time job in tech sales and does Uber on the side and his company is headquartered in London and then he offers to pass on your resume. Does that sound like a crazy example? I'm not kidding. That actually happened to me. That was my real life example. Um, you might hear in some episodes in the past where I've explained uh, some points in my story and the story of coming to my calling. Uh, a big part of it was um, actually um, I, I really wanted to move to London. And it turns out that was a big lesson for me in realizing what is a genuine calling and what is just something I'm making up. <laughs> that was only I was making up. Um, but when I was really going after it and just making my 
desire known, I would just mention it all the time. And I had a few opportunities come my way because of that. I got connected with people who lived there and were offering to help me. And even this Uber driver offering to pass on my resume. It was amazing. And it was because I just put myself out there. I feel like people, um, well, I don't want to say in general, but like definitely in my circles, um, and people I went to college with, I feel like they keep their desires like super closely held because they're scared that if it doesn't happen, that would be embarrassing. And sure, I have really been embarrassed, okay? Because I will just share what I'm hoping for, share what I'm going for, share, like, I remember I was shared, like, what, where I wanted my business to be in the first year. Yeah, I was totally embarrassed when it looked like a total failure compared to that. Am I really getting there now? Yeah, but, um, and do I always need to share exactly what I'm hoping for? No, I think that there's, like, discernment and, and, to be said for all these things. But I think um, it's really important to just share with people, here's what I want to be known for. And then they have a reason to reach out to you when you were kind and likable. And then they come upon something that they think would encourage you or help you. And people are really nice. And you will get some messages or like have people offer a helping hand if you just want to, if you put yourself out there and allow yourself to be known for the opportunities that you're searching for. But here is the real moral of the story and what I wanted to share in this podcast episode along with this crazy story is just please allow yourself to take that fun idea spinning around in your head and just try it. Just try it. More importantly, let yourself look ridiculous trying it. Uh, In reality, you know, I say let yourself look ridiculous trying it. Um, I don't think that people are often going to think you actually look ridiculous. It might just be something that you feel. Even for all that I said about the uh, YouTube videos that are up there on the internet of teenage me, um, even crying, sharing my one of my hardest moments. Uh, it was after I... Um, received the news from the doctors that I had to stop dancing or I would permanently cripple my feet and have arthritis in my hips um, by the time I was like 20, which was <laughs> two years away. Um, but anyway, that that was a really, really um, vulnerable moment for me to share and announce to this audience that we had built up that I had to leave the ballet industry now. But if you watched... 18-year-old me crying on YouTube, sharing, I have to make a life change. This is really hard. Or if you shared me, or watched me excitedly sharing three tips that I just learned, or my (laughs) leotard collection that I was so excited that, um, look at these pretty things that I've collected over time. I don't think that you'd think, gosh, how stupid, how embarrassing for her. I think that we could all just have like a heartwarming chuckle together and be like, that's cool. I kind of like, hmm. I, I think people think well of those who just try. And so I say, let yourself look ridiculous trying whatever your fun idea is or the thing that you really care about. But know that you're probably not going to actually look ridiculous and be ridiculed. It's okay. <laughs> So just in closing, um, I do want to share that 
these stories are so fun and so cool, but on a really practical note, if I also hadn't put myself out there and just kind of followed a really fun idea that I was like, heck, I'm going to try it. I I really would love to be have it as a part of my life story to be a young entrepreneur. I don't know if this is going to work, but it ended up working. Um, and that's so neat. And actually, on a really practical note, it's that um, being able to put that business and also that YouTube channel on my resume. I'm not kidding. I think it is the single factor that allowed me to get into the university that I did, even though I was homeschooled and um, it's harder to get in uh, if you're homeschooled and don't have like this long track record in a traditional schooling system. Um, At least that's what I was told by the admissions counselors that we were consulting with when I was making my life change and starting to apply to college after having to stop ballet. Um, I really do think that it's those things on my resume that made people want to give me a chance. And also, it's what got me into the different organizations and internships in college um, that actually gave me, I I really think that it was all a domino effect of that's what gave me the opportunity to get the full-time job that I got, you know? Um, And even still, that's something that I put on my resume. And so anyway, I just really hope that you're encouraged to start today, whatever that big audacious dream is, or just idea, you don't have to call it like this big dream, this big vision. What if it's just an idea? What if you just have always wanted to see if you could sell baked goods? Like that's what one of my clients did. And she's like, I just wonder if I could actually sell gluten-free baked goods in the Boston area. And we talked about it back and forth for a really long time. Um, and then she just finally did it. And that thing freaking blew up. She is doing so well. Okay. (laughs) She is doing so well. She always has orders. It is so amazing to see her on Instagram. Her account grew like 50 times faster than mine. It's so funny. It even like surpassed it. It was hilarious. Just to, and so inspiring to me to see how far it went. It's like, yeah, Jackie, I am really glad that you went for that idea. It's so cool. Um, and she is so, so excellent at what she does. So just like, let your little strokes of genius be known. Just go for that thing. Like, don't, don't keep waiting. Just go ahead and do it. And if you happened to listen to any part of my story, um, I just realized I really wanted to share this because I, I realized that if I was listening to a story like this, I would be pretty prone to think something like, oh, that's a really great Kelsey, but you're telling a story that changed your life because you started working hard on something 10 plus years ago. This doesn't apply to me because I didn't start something 10 years ago. And are you saying that all this payoff comes after years? Well, maybe, but like, I I really wanted to say that the grand story arc that you heard today is not like 
how my real life has felt, of course. There, God has been so gracious to obviously give me these like really cool opportunities all the time of just little bright spots. And also, this isn't what my life like hinges upon. It's not where all my self-worth and significance and joy comes from. So kind of who cares if it works out one week and it have, have a really bad month the next month or a really great year the next year. It's just, you know, things are always going to be up and down. And this isn't a story about like, look at what I started 10 years ago. And it's the whole reason that I have everything that I'm talking about now. It's more so just go ahead and get started. You're going to have really cool, fun rewards. The beginning of things is such a special time. um, And those rewards are going to come up and throughout, you know, it's, uh, so it's not something that you have to wait forever to, um, see joy from. And then also I wanted to leave you with this quote uh, that I love sharing as much as I possibly remember to, which is the best day to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best day to plant a tree is today. (laughs) So go out there, create your own luck. The future belongs to those who are willing to believe in their dreams and look a little bit crazy while pursuing them, whether that's in reality or just how you feel. It's totally fine either way. (laughs) Um, But until things catch on, of course, then you'll get to publish your own podcast episode with titles like this one. And I can't wait to hear about it when that happens. DM me on Instagram. Um, And just as we come to a close, I'm excited that you're probably feeling pretty pumped up with, well, I hope, inspiration and ideas right now. And that is awesome. So let's bottle that up and use it to thrust you towards your own epic career stories just by taking one step today. It's really important that you take one step now. So a really great first step to take today is to learn the three secrets to landing any job you want even in a totally new industry by taking my three, my three, my free 45 minute masterclass next week only. Pretty crazy. I'm going to be packing. I'm a little nervous. I'm packing in a lot to 45 minutes. Um, and you could register and get the Zoom link so you could join me for this 45-minute power strategy session that you will not want to miss. So go to kelseykemp.com training to sign up for one of only two times that I'm going to be presenting this training. This is going to be huge and I cannot wait to share this info with you that will literally empower you to go out there and achieve that big, audacious, inspiring career droll. Droll? goal that you might be dreaming of. So I will see you next week. Again, sign up at kelseykemp.com slash